0: Medical information obtained from our website or on the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If you have, or you suspect you might, have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily
1: those of the sports doctor,
0: this radio show, or their sponsors.
2: Hey everybody, welcome live from Chicago, it's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wilde, sports podiatrist, all things sports medicine, fitness and wellness, brought to you by LER, Lower Extremity Review, and MVP Parent Magazines, Global Schoolwear, school uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger. Quick shout out, Bruce Merrin celebrating his 46th year in the world of PR. We're excited to be part of his celebrity Speakers Bureau, uh, got a great double-headed today. Mike Riggs, performance psychologist, founder of We Develop You, creator, one-way, one-on-one coaching. He returns, along with Sharky Zartman, Hall of Fame, national team volleyball player, talk show host, college professor, yoga instructor, prolific author, uh, and my co-author of Hashtag uh, Hey Sports Parents. Then the Sports Doctor's in with a little Bob Guida wisdom, some emails. Let's welcome back Mike Riggs, man. Welcome back to the Sports Doctor.
0: Oh, Glad to be back. Thanks for inviting me, Bob. I just told
2: Mike it, I wished him a happy seventh anniversary. It was seven years ago to the day that he was a guest on the show, as well as who knows how many years before that. Mike, give us some background on you and uh, the whole world of performance
0: psychology. Well, as you mentioned, I'm the creator and founder of One Way. Uh, One Way is a best practices model. It's a formula for mental fitness training for competitive athletes. Um, we also have a program specific for golfers. Uh, my background is in sports psychology. Uh, I've been working with highly competitive athletes from the junior level, high school, college, including professional athletes for over 20, about 22, 23 years now. Um, just helping them to really organize themselves more appropriately, and how they think, how they go about doing what they do, and then ultimately how when they get into the real heat of competition, when things really matter, like my rock chalk Jayhawks pulled it off just the other night in the NCAA men's uh, tournament. Yes, they, um, yes they did. You they, know, uh, well, great they, in the, in the second half they did. The first half, well, the yes. first seven minutes they came out smoking, but then uh, North Carolina kind of. Took their first couple blows and then put them under, but they they managed to uh, regroup, which is really a you talk about uh, great skill for an athlete to have or a team to have is the ability to to really recover when uh, when things aren't going your way because let's face it right Bob in, in sports and life generally things don't always go our way but you have to uh, you have to rebound and then come you know, back way back
2: and, when and do your back when uh, way back when when you were working with one of the local high schools which one was it that you were teaching at. When I you first
0: came on the show, Uh boy, that's, uh, that's a, I, down is Grove. at the time I was <laughs> yeah I was teaching at I was teaching and coaching at Crisskill Catholic High School, which is now no longer. But uh, you know they were a powerhouse in football. Yeah, and so we state we
2: champions. talked about then how uh, the word psychology. Our longtime colleague, the late great Jim Vickery, who shared my radio show in the nineties. Uh, sports psychologist for years, and how the word psychology was—you know—people kind of steered away from it. Hey, what are you saying? Is something wrong with me? And how that field has exploded. Golf was a great leader in the field of uh, the mental game and the importance of uh, sports psychology, wasn't it, Mike?
0: Absolutely. You know, and in my my um, mentor, Dr. Bob Rotella, who I studied under directly at the University of Virginia, uh, where I did my graduate work. You know, he kind of he's one of the yes, main the main men to pave the way for golf, You know, uh, mental fitness training in golf, um, and so you know, kind of riding his coattails and and uh, teaching a lot of his philosophies as well, but then expanding beyond that to uh, to include other aspects in our one way golf program. But yes, absolutely, golf is a extremely mental game, um, and the ones that uh, are able to uh, really find find that that place mentally emotionally, spiritually, which will allow them then to physically do what their body is trained to do. Those are the ones at the top of the leaderboard, bottom, bottom line.
2: You know, it's interesting how, again, those kinds of concepts. You know, I used to see figure skaters, as you know. It's one of my specialties, 2010 men's Olympic gold medalist. Evan Lysacek was 10 years old when I put orthotics in his skates. Even back then they were doing visualizations. These young figure skaters are are my old friend, Candy Brown-Burek, one of the coaches who paid big attention. Uh, But it was a tough sell for a long, long time. Uh, Now it's become a very, very hot topic. And you you know on The Sports Doctor, one of our real passions is youth sports and the safety of youth sports and the mental and physical craziness that many times goes on uh, in in that world. What kind of ages that you work with, Mike, when you're talking about
0: these youth athletes? Well, I mean, we'll go as, as young as, you know, even in the 8, 9. depends on the sport, too, but uh, 8, 9 years old. Um, but I think even more importantly than, the, you know, the young age, it's the maturity level. Um, you have to have a, a kid has to be really um, with it in, in terms of being able to understand concepts and ideas, abstractions, so that when you, when you float an idea at them and with them, they can really comprehend it. Um, you know,
2: plus the fact, like so you're working with it's, their it's partially parents. Partially
0: age, but also very much maturity level.
2: Yes, yeah, you know, working with their parents and the coaches. This is why so many people in these fields physically. I usually ask them when I know they're working with parents and they're working with coaches, I ask them how their sports psychology skills are. Uh, you, I don't have to ask because you're a sports psychologist. Everybody, you're listening to The Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist. If you go to my website, SportsDoctorRadio.com, if you go over to radio shows, you can go back far enough, you might catch that seven-year anniversary I was just talking about with uh, Michael Riggs. So many different guests from around the world, locally, internationally, nationally, so many topics in the world of uh, fitness, wellness, and sports medicine. If you go over to newspaper articles and magazines, a ton of stuff. We're very excited about MVP Parent Magazine. The different things we write and contribute with low extremity review, so many different topics. Yet, my hottest article still is "Women in High Heels uh, Accepting the Challenge." <laughs> uh, we're talking with Michael Riggs here. Tell us, Mike, about the um, uh, your your coaching uh, franchising and coaching programs.
0: Well, um, having done what I've done, you know, uh, over the last multiple decades. Um, really, the success um, working with young athletes and everything from figure skating to golf to uh, beach volleyball and on and on and on and on. Um, you know, I thought about four or five years ago it was time to expand. And, and what I mean by that, Bob, is to to, to expand my reach and um, and bring in other folks who are qualified um, that really are passionate about junior junior sports and uh, and train them off of our model. So you know, we are now um, franchising our One-Way Golf Program, bringing in qualified individuals, training them on One-Way Golf, and then they, they go and they build their business with our support, of course, um, wherever they, they happen to call home. Uh, we have recently launched our One-Way Life Program as well, which is a life coaching program, very broad-based, same- Boy, that's model, become a big deal. Model.
2: You know, that's become such a... What's the best website uh, people can find out
0: information of your, of your programs? The uh, best bet would be go to our uh, corporate website, which is WeDevelopU.com. That's all spelled out, W-E-D-E-V-E-L-O-P-Y-O-U.com. And you can read all about our different programs, um, read our blog, check out some interesting information and so forth, and and then contact us directly and we can we'll help you out.
2: You know, it's interesting, Michael. Um, over the past two and a half years, the, the time of the uh, the pandemic, um, regardless of where a guest was from uh, in the world, regardless of their vocation, regardless of their profession, everybody was paying attention to mental health. This was such a big. T- it was the biggest topic in both Olympics. Uh, how has the whole craziness with COVID um, uh, stretched the uh, demand? For mental health education and all all aspects
0: of it. Well, generally speaking, you know, in in the the clinical psych world, in counseling, of course. I mean, it just, as you know, um, the lockdowns, um, which uh, depends on what sources you read, were probably uh, the absolute worst thing that that a government or governments could have done was to force people to just stay indoors and to stop the spread, but. Um, it definitely affected the mental health of, of all people, um, regardless of their kids, adults, um, or, or elderly. Um, in a clinical sense, but in the sports sense, I think also um, it affected them because their their normal training schedules exactly have
3: You know, elite elite athletes it was are very
0: scheduled, structured people. They have to be if you're going to compete at a high level, and that was turned upside down. I mean. You know, your, your practice fields were locked closed. You know, people couldn't, couldn't find coaching. You couldn't, you couldn't even get on the ice or the football field or the golf course, although golf did stay open pretty well. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was upside down. No doubt about it. Oh,
2: yes. Um, the, uh, the somebody, uh, hey, by the way, the season was called off or parents didn't know whether the kids were playing or they weren't, let alone whether they would be in school. Everybody meant well. We tried to do the best where health was oriented, but there was no doubt about it It was such a uh, such a nightmare uh, in uh, in that regard. How have you found, Mike, over the decades the uh, <laughs> you know the cooperation of the sports parents? The reason I co authored the book hashtag #Hey Sports Parents uh, really was because of the epidemic in capital letters of youth sports overuse, trouble, and injuries both physically and mentally, as I'm telling you that, I'm picturing the screaming parent on the sidelines. How have you seen things change over the years regarding the cooperation of coaches, the education of parents, uh, the medical field? How are we doing?
0: Well, there's about 15 different (laughs) questions built into that. But um, to to kind of give you my opinion and a succinct answer is that, in many ways um, i don't i'm not convinced it's improved much and by improved meaning um, where the, the the adults in the in the picture the parents and the coaches uh seem to be uh handling it more effectively ultimately for the betterment of, of their sons and daughters and juniors athletes um, and i think the primary driver there bob is money um which um, we could get off on a separate discussion on how greed money drives a lot of industries, but the youth yes. sport even the
2: demand. Is, you know, if so you're if you're oh in my a, God.
0: a it's, family it's, it's, it's that has starts.
2: kids on traveling teams or kids on uh, specialty clubs, club teams, it's very very expensive. Oh, sports, we, we feature right. that in the back. I agree with you totally.
0: Yeah. Besides the greed so, so the parents, <laughs> you know, so these parents see. You know, they see the dollar signs if their kids can make it into the NBA or make it to the Olympics or make it on the PGA or LPGA Tour, you know, and they basically get to the professional level. And they, and so, the you know, some of these parents um, kind of, I don't know, uh, little Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde action where they, they kind of lose their sense about them and, and they just push, push, push the kids, and, and it's really unhealthy for everybody. Um, And and in many cases, too, I think these parents are extremely unrealistic in terms of the skill level of their their sons or daughters. Well, this is what we've been Um, working on. Can they really play at that level?
2: Same amount of decades, (laughs) Mike, that we've been talking about this very important topic. We've come a long way, baby. Uh, There's a lot of great organizations. The National uh, Association of Youth Sports just celebrated their 40th anniversary of Coaching Coaches working in all the different right. military, working in all the different coaches. We feature all of these people. Uh, yet I've been talking about childhood obesity for 25 years, and we're treading water in a lot of it. And I, that, it seems that, uh, uh, again, your opinion is, is of the same. With all of the emphasis and uh, education so in so many different ways, uh, we still got to emphasize the fact that
0: the kids are supposed to have fun. Right, Mike? <laughs> Absolutely. Right. You know, we talk in, in, with one of the components of the one-way program is what we refer to as composure and just being able to stay calm, uh, relaxed mentally, physically, um, emotionally, uh, under pressure. And a, piece, and, a, and a significant piece of that composure is enjoy yourself. I mean, just really, if if it if in your heart of hearts and in your mind you are an athlete, in this case we're talking youth, youth sports, If the kid's really having a good time, they're enjoying what they're doing, well, they naturally will do, they will function better. Their skill will emerge. Um, And so, yes, having fun and trying, really trying to help help the kids to realize that none of this is life and death. It's just not, you know. It's a sport. It's supposed to be fun. Enjoy it. Of course, do your best, but enjoy the process.
2: But at the same time, also, I know we've got a couple of minutes, the, uh, the fact that you could train these mental systems, that you could really learn a lot as a young athlete or parents or coaches by tapping into programs like yours uh, is, is really things that are very, very learnable. It's not like we're
0: assuming people know these facts, right? Absolutely. You know, we all, I, I imagine most of your listeners can ride a bicycle, right? Well... You didn't come out of the womb riding a bike. You had to learn. Well, the same thing goes for being able to manage your mind and your, and your spirit and your emotions while you're competing. You have to learn those skills. And to think that someone's just naturally going to start riding a bike or manage the, the, the pressure of high-level sports, I think, is ludicrous. So having finding someone, and if it's us, fantastic. Again, reach out to us at our website, um, or someone else locally that can really help these young athletes to to process things properly, so that yes, they're competing at a high level and doing their best, but they're also having a good time doing it. Very important. I, I tell you, you got a great wo- great word
2: that you threw in there. That I'm going to remember, Mike, which was composure. I can't believe we run out of time. Give me the website again. People can find out about all
0: this great work in your uh, organizations. Absolutely. Uh, It's uh, www.wedevelopyou.com. That's wedevelopyr ucom Or you can go old school and pick up the phone and just give us a call directly. We guarantee we will answer. And if we don't answer, we'll get back with you very, very shortly. And that phone number is area code 970-674-2818. Again, 970-674-2818. All right, we cut you up,
2: but you got it in. Mike, hold on. Mike Riggs, again, performance psychologist, longtime colleague on his seventh anniversary of his last appearance. We'll be right back It's Sports Doctor. Everybody, it's Dr. Bob Weil, a sports doctor. I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, co written with Sharky Zartman, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents, an essential guide for any parent with a child in sports. You know, Sharky is a former Hall of Fame volleyball player. She's the mom of two daughters who became Division One volleyball players. Together, we have over 70 years of combined youth sports experience. The goal of the book? give you the essential tools and guidance to make your experience as a sports parent the best it could be. Hashtag Hey Sports Parents is divided into four sections. The first section, Sports Parenting 101. Sharky talks everything about uh, parenting, about coaching, that whole uh, interaction between parents and coaches, coaching your own kids. Uh, what are the things to really pay attention to? The second section is the Sports Doctors In. yours truly. Uh, My discussion of injury prevention and treatment, choosing the best shoes, youth sports and drugs, essential exercises, the dilemma of youth football, orthotics. Third section, uh, experts speak out. We bring together eight different experts in nutrition and sports performance and mental training in all aspects of coaching in that section. The last section is the parents' perspective, some insights. About a half a dozen parents of athletes. So, everyone, hey, get out your megaphone, spread the word. Now available on Amazon. Order now. You'll be more confident. So will your young athlete. Hashtag, hey, sports parents.
3: Station that makes you feel good. It used to be hard to find the world's most wonderful alcohol-free drinks. Not anymore. Whether it's a health thing, a lifestyle thing, or you're trying new things. Make sure you save yourself from the guessing game of the supermarket shelves and shop with zerozilchzip.co.uk for the world's most carefully curated range of alcohol-free beers, Wines, spirits, and more. Health Radio listeners can save 5% with the code HEALTH5. Visit zerozilchzip.co.uk or click our banner on the UK Health Radio website. Discover alcohol freedom with Zero Zilch Zip. Because nothing's better.
2: UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. Doctor, I'm Dr. Bob Wilde, sports podiatrist, all things sports medicine, fitness, wellness. We want to uh, welcome back Sharky Zartman. Sharky's a Hall of Famer, national team volleyball player, the talk show host, college professor, yoga instructor, and a prolific author. I've uh, been honored to be a participant in a few of her books, and especially the, she's a co-author of Hashtag #Hey A Sports Parents. Sharky,
1: welcome back. Thank you here, Bob.
2: Sharky, give us some background on you and some of the different topics that have been excitement in your world growing up, becoming a, uh, a, a Hall of Fame uh, volleyball player.
1: Well, when I was growing up, I had three sisters and a brother, and I loved sports. And it seemed like at that time, sports weren't important for girls. But I didn't care. I played anyway, (laughs) so I just went out and and did it as good as I could.
2: (laughs) Fifty-year anniversary title line as we speak. But go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I just loved coaching and playing, and then I got into writing and. Met you, and um, we collaborated on hashtag HeySportsParents. So, yeah, yes. that's a little yeah. background.
2: <laughs> yeah, we got, we got to update it, especially with the two of us now. And so many people talk about so much younger ages, which is now it has to be hashtag hey Sports Parents and grandparents. <laughs> Where it's, right. Uh, you can't <laughs> leave out like that first great cartoon that you had in there with that, the ranting and raving and all of these different uh, topics and, and, and subjects. You know, the idea of um, uh, youth sports, the kinds of pressures that are involved, uh, let alone you experience the kind of level of really, really uh, uh, extreme training, all of these pressures, pressures on families. So uh, youth sports becoming such a, a hot topic. And when you talked about Sports Parenting 101. You're really, your your exciting segment in the book. Um, what changes, if any? You know, it's our fourth anniversary. There's as much excitement of the book now as there ever was. How do you feel uh, sports parents are doing in your experience as you've watched uh, the metamorphosis of some of this?
1: Well, I think that the fact that kids couldn't play sports for the longest time because of COVID, I know that since now the kids are able to compete and play again, there's a lot more enthusiasm. And, um, the kids are excited to be back with their friends and playing sports, and the parents are excited. And so I think that, um, that there's been a rejuvenation for sports. Great word. Sports.
2: Yes. Yeah. I, I think yeah. It's a, a key word. You know, in discussing the fact that this kind of trauma we've all gone through over this past two and a half years, from nobody wasn't affected. Uh, the fact that we are, hopefully, I got my fingers crossed, uh, so much on our way through it and return to activities, school, the kids' sports, etc., that we have another um, new appreciation of uh, the importance of putting things in
0: perspective
2: and that, uh, again, you know, these things become uh, uh, really, really uh, pertinent. And are you doing any more coaching in the world of volleyball?
1: You know, not right now, but we do some consulting. Some people, um, we've, we've been asked to get out and work with you know, some of these kids, but actually we are going to get out there this summer. My daughter and a lot of the parents that she's involved with, with, um, a lot of the sports that they do, they, they want to, they want to play volleyball. And so, um, my husband and I are going to get out and help with that. So yeah, it looks like we might be getting back into it soon.
2: (laughs) Yes, Again, volleyball, you know, there's a chapter in our book called the prodigy sports. You know, where we tell people all day, we want these kids to play multiple sports. We want them to experience different things, use different parts of the body. But there are sports, volleyball is one of them, where you got 11, 12, 13-year-olds, it's all they want to do. They do not want to play other sports. The the amount of jumping, the physicality of volleyball is at the top of the ladder when it comes to uh, the kind of um, athleticism, let alone on the beach where you're really working with those, uh, uh, you got to be working your feet and, and, and whatever. Did you always play beach?
1: Yes, yes. I started off playing beach. I started off just going up and down the beach and asking people if I could play on the court. So that's the way I started, was in beach. And then I got involved in school sports with the school team volleyball. And so, yeah, I've got, I did both. <laughs>
2: You know, it's funny, uh, Sharky and I, when we had first discovered that we had this commonality in the background, uh, some of her teammates were patients of mine. My late, great sports therapist, Bob Guida, was the strength and conditioning coach for the men's and women's Olympic volleyball team. Back then, late 70s, early 80s, give or take a little bit. And it was just amazing to to realize Sharky was a teammate with some of these uh, great, great players, uh, you know, over the years. So it, it's been very exciting, let alone her uh, uh, coaching uh, uh, skills. And uh, how many books have you been involved with now, Sharky? Eight, nine, ten books?
1: Uh, well, probably, uh, if you count second editions, probably about 11. And so I started off writing books for the college because I'm part, part of the curriculum committee. And we had to have textbooks. For new courses, and so I just started writing the textbooks for them and um, wrote a volleyball book um, because we saw a lot of people out there that, um, coaches, that, that wanted to learn extra skills and conditioning and um, offense and defensive patterns, and so, um, yeah, so I've been writing for a while. Oh, yeah, and you,
2: covered some great, you covered some great topics. Uh, the first book I ever participated in with you was So You Want to Coach Kids? I want to make sure I get that title <laughs> right with that great picture that coached that whole crazy world uh, and yeah. some of the challenges. Uh, you also wrote Empowered Aging, which is a great yes. topic. I was a little facetious because um, uh, I, my chapter was called Aging is a Balancing Act, and uh, it was about so many different ways you can uh, translate that, including physically, which is what I was writing about but the idea of uh, of uh, the importance of um, uh, health and wellness and even the mental side of things, I think it's been a lot of the themes that you've really involved with. You working on anything lately? I don't want to put any pressure on you.
1: I'm sorry, what did you say?
2: I, I want to know if you're working on anything new in the world of uh, uh, writing lately.
1: Uh, I just wrote a screenplay, and so... You know, I kind of switched formats and trying to see what's out there, and I've gotten some bites and some people interested. So we'll see what happens with that. And so
2: What's the screenplay about? My
1: husband's... I'm sorry, what?
2: What's the screenplay about? What's the uh, topic?
1: Oh, <laughs> it's a little <laughs> wild. I, it, it has nothing to do with sports. It's about... Um, Oh, uh, it's kind of a supernatural um, drama, and so um, it's I can't I can't give away the. Uh, oh my God! Lines. Right,
2: we don't want to put you. We don't want to put uh, the uh, uh, pressure because on. it's crazy. Yes.
1: You'll think I'm crazy, yes. Bob. <laughs>
2: yes. Well, the uh, again the idea of entertainment, the idea of uh, you know some of these the, the far out topics which can help people uh, back off a little bit, relieve some stress. Uh, you know, so, you know, the world of the mental game is a big topic on the sports doctor. So I think I definitely have the occasional craziness uh,
1: and okay, one, good.
2: you know, in, in in one regard or another, uh, you know, the skill level as you watch over the years again in some of these volleyball players and the physical skills and the so much, you know, the women's final four just finished. I I, I was a little disappointed Louisville, although they got there. The skill level of the young female athlete is just really amazing. Um, it just it never stops improving at such a high level. And again, when you were back playing initially, you, you were facing resistance as to whether or not you should even be an athlete.
1: Right, right. Well, there wasn't really that much support for girls who wanted to play sports. and really didn't come in until Title Nine obviously, when I was in college. And so, yeah, the women who were playing sports when I was, when they were small, when they were in elementary school and even high school, um, were kind of the pioneers, I think. And so, um, yeah, I really do believe, though, that one of the reasons I'm so passionate about, you know, our book, Hey, Sports Parents, is because... You know, um, playing sports back in my time was fun. I mean, it wasn't controlled by adults. I mean, we we sometimes made up our own games and everything, and now it's gotten so popular that a lot of the kids are, you know, just getting frustrated. They just, it's too stressful. They don't want to play anymore. About 70% you know, of the kids yes. that started playing have, you know, dropped out before they go to high school because they just don't yeah, want that's to do why, it anymore. Yeah, that, that's pressure. why
2: we included. That's why we included the kind of expertise, third chapter of the book, which was experts, eight different experts on everything from nutrition to physical training to, again, the mental side of things, to parenting, to coaching. Uh, there's so much that goes into And the more um, serious your youngster is, the more uh, this becomes a real, real challenge to keep things in perspective, both physically and mentally. Uh, uh, there's, there's so much overkill in, in youth right. sports. And this is sometimes one of the biggest challenges. Another exciting chapter we had was parents' perspective. Uh, and that was interesting. You know, most of the parents, most of the experts were either patients of mine or they were on the radio show uh, sharing <laughs> stories like like yours. You know, when I, people would ask you, Sharky, what does it take to become, to become a... Um, a national team player at, at that kind of level. I'm going to talk more about that. We're talking with Sharky Zartman, a uh, prolific author. We'll bounce off a little bit of her yoga uh, teaching when we come back. Everybody, it's a Sports Doctor. Hey, everybody. Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key, Uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content. Their tagline, Collaborative Care for Better Outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review Magazine, one of sports doctor's key supporters and he pours it into mvp Parent. factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training nutrition injury awareness treatment recovery and prevention i am proud to be a contributor to mvp Parent with the sports doctor is in article in each issue go to mvpparent.com mvpparent.com hey it's dr bob School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger is setting a new standard within the school uniform market. More schools are understanding the value that uniforms provide, school pride and identification being one of them. Another is a well-recognized reduction of student pressure to keep up with classmates in the real world of what to wear each day to school. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger provides amazing quality and value to its partner schools and families. It is truly the first brand in this market that students are excited about wearing. Go to the website, globalschoolwear.com, globalschoolwear.com. Hey everybody, we are back at Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wilde, sports podiatrist. We're speaking with Sharky Dartman. She's the co-author. We're celebrating our fourth anniversary of our book, Hashtag A Sports Parent. Uh, Sharky was the host of a uh, talk show, uh, Pep Talk, some uh, tremendous shows. Uh, Sharky, how long did you do uh, Pep Talk?
1: For 11 years.
2: Wow. Did you recently yeah. start to slow that down, or are you still involved at all with that?
1: You know, I'm taking a little break right now, and so um, I plan on going back. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of family issues, and um, I just had a lot of things I needed to take care of. But they're playing my uh, – I have, I have hundreds of shows, and so they're yeah. playing the repeats right now. So,
2: <laughs> Yeah, that. that's a uh, 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 you know good combination. You know, we, we were talking right before the break. About the, uh, uh, the kinds of changes in youth sports, the kinds of challenges in youth sports, the kind of real reasoning, uh, we, uh, got together, uh, with, uh, hashtag a sports parents and the, uh, is that, uh, is that still available on Amazon or whatever, Sharky? Yes, of course it
1: is.
2: Yeah. Okay. Who was the gal who did those cartoons? Uh,
1: it was not a gal. It, I it's, knew
2: I it's I the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I met the guy. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, his name is Damien. Damien Fulton. And actually his daughter played for our club. And so he was one of our sports parents. And um so he just got a kick out of doing doing the cartoons for our book. They're great, yes. aren't they?
2: Oh, they are. Uh the so many different topics, whether it's a ranting, raving parent, whether there's a baby sitting at a little uh Uh, counter and the parents are talking about what it's going to take for her to get a scholarship, you know, and (laughs) so many other crazy things. The first cartoon, uh, again, when we talked about hashtag uh, grandparents, the first cartoon was a, in the background. And again, the kind of stick figures and the kind of in between reality, great stuff. But the, the uh, ideas in the background, there's all this ranting and raving coming from a stadium you know, and the, someone asked this guy, what's going on over there? It's crazy parents. He says, no, those are the grandparents. <laughs> right,
1: right. He goes, right. I did kick so, out the rowdy, rowdy parents. Those are the
2: grandparents. <laughs> uh, and it's funny. You know, one of the things we had talked about years ago, Little League woke up and realized that they lost 30 to 40% of their kids who did not want to come back to play. And they started really paying big attention to all these things that you talked about, uh, which is the pressure, uh, the uh, uh, unrelenting sometimes schedules, and the fact that these kids weren't having fun, whether it was yelling umpires or parents or these kinds of things. And, uh, you know, we really wanted to participate in that education uh, for parents uh, and or coaches, because the fact is it's overkill times ten. Whether it's young boys uh, undergoing Tommy John arm surgery because they're pitching much too much, much too aggressively, we ran into problems in the world of volleyball where Bob Guida was working on everybody's shoulders with you guys,
1: right, (laughs) right.
2: With all of yes, let alone the jumping that we Mm -hmm. would see in a sport, uh, uh, you know, like volleyball. So this epidemic again, of of injuries and the fact that uh, we are making an awful lot of progress, but still uh, it, it's a real, real challenge. Sometimes it's a frustrating one. You know, one of the chapters in the book, again, is youth sports and drugs. Is there a bigger topic than this, like at the Winter Olympics when we saw what was going on, uh, and the idea that uh, there are performance enhancing, there is cheating, there are performance enhancing drugs, they've always been a nightmare, but it's the painkillers. It's the cause me to rename performance enhancing drugs into performance surviving drugs. And half these kids who are living on over-the-counter medicine, because, you know, Dr. Wilde, my son's, his ankles bother him unless he takes Advil twice a day, and he's got to stay on the team, and yada, yada. Big problem.
1: Right. Right. It is. It's a huge problem. And, um, you know, the parents have got to realize that this is not their kid's job. <laughs> I mean, right. Is, um, yeah, I mean, the benefits that the kids are going to get from playing sports um, are... You know, so much better when you focus on their development and not on the wins and losses. And I think a lot of times the parents are more competitive than the kids, especially at the young ages. And so, um, yeah, it's and when realistically, how, how many of these kids are going to get a scholarship? Um, yes, from playing in these sports. When you take a look you know, at the million. statistics, yes, it's, it's it's very low. So yeah,
2: yes, minuscule. And the idea again, I thought that this empathy that you had, which was not only what it took to become a great athlete yourself, or to coach great young athletes in the world of volleyball, you also had this side of it, which you paid big attention to this. Too much. And, you know, whatever. And I think that's why you were able to contribute such um, wisdom in that, um, uh, you know, uh, sports parents or sports parenting uh, whole uh, chapter, which was to be able to understand, hey, whose goal is it uh, in a lot of ways? And to also be a good listener uh, when your kids are complaining that they're hurting. And they get into the idea, but you came out of the world, you know, again, where, you know, you were in under that pressure, you had to play, and and, uh, so what if I'm taking over-the-counter medication, these kinds of things, and it's these kinds of uh, of pressures where education really, really comes in. Again, uh, the idea of yoga, the idea of, uh, as a matter of fact, a couple of weeks, International Yoga Day, Teresa Power will be joining me. I think she's been, hasn't Teresa been on your show? Oh, yeah.
1: She's been on a couple of times. Yes. She's great. Yes. Yeah.
2: And the idea of yoga as a great exercise, both mentally and physically for the kids, how long have you been involved in the world of yoga?
1: For about 22 years. Right. So I <laughs> put it in the curriculum at um, El Camino College and I'm still teaching. Um, you know, we just, started back to face-to-face, so I'm doing a beginning class and an advanced class yes. in this fall, wow. beginning now. So. I knew it, yeah, Sharky. I love I, love I, you, okay. I, I
2: knew we'd I run out of great. time. Do you have, uh, what's the site people could find, uh, listen to some of your past radio shows, find out about your books? What's the best way to get it, quickly?
1: Um, my website, SharkyZartman.com.
2: Ah, SharkyZartman. That's why you ended up Sharky. You had to be a tough young lady. Put up with all these challenges. <laughs> I know what I'll do with my daughter. I'll, I'll hey, Name her Sharky. Sharky, thanks so much. <laughs> I love it when you're on. Hold on. We'll be right back, everybody, to Sports Talk. If you live in or near Aurora, Illinois, and you're into sports, fitness at any level, or your son and daughter is, you cannot forget about your feet. Your feet affect everywhere else. There are complex motions that come into play, especially in sports. Your ankles, knees, hips, and back all are affected with your foot mechanics. Uh, Come visit the office, uh, Dr. Bob, uh, and get evaluated. Uh, Check what shoes are best for you. I offer prescription orthotics, which is usually one of the major tools for treatment and prevention of foot-related ankle and leg problems. Also, enhancing performance. Step or two quicker, call 630-898-3505 or go to sportsdoctorradio.com. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good.
3: It used to be hard to find the world's most wonderful alcohol-free drinks. Not anymore. Whether it's a health thing, a lifestyle thing, or you're trying new things. Make sure you save yourself from the guessing game of the supermarket shelves and shop with zerozilchzip.co.uk for the world's most carefully curated range of alcohol-free beers, wines, spirits, and more. Health Radio listeners can save 5% with the code HEALTH5. Visit zerozilchzip.co.uk or click our banner on the UK Health Radio website. Discover alcohol freedom with Zero Zilch Zip. Because nothing's better.
0: UK Health Radio, the station that makes you
2: feel good. Hey everybody, MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review magazine. One of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parents. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention. I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parents with the Sports Doctor is in article in each issue. Go to mvpparent.com, mvpparent.com. Hey, everybody, we are back. Uh, it's the Sports Doctor, and the Sports Doctor is in segment where we preview a couple of upcoming shows and guests. We feature our Bob Guida wisdom segment and answer a few emails. Great guest coming up uh, next week, Teresa Power. She is the founder of National and International Kids Yoga Day. They just did it. I don't know how many countries participated, how many thousands of kids. uh, And we really, really want to catch up about that. Um, Barbie Ingle, one of the champions in the world of uh, pain management, pain education. Um, she'll be back following week. Kirk Mango, um, NCAA champion gymnast moons ago and the author of Becoming a True Champion. He's a speaker uh, as well as a writer, blogger. And Kirk uh, has been a frequent guest. We look forward to him coming back. Uh, some wisdom from Bob Guida. You know, um, one of the first things Bob would do, whether it was um, a superstar or a grandmother, was to have somebody stand on one foot and balance. Maybe if they were not necessarily a senior citizen, he might have them do partial squat positions. And he was really looking at this stability he was paying big attention to the role of the foot and its control of that rolling in or, or uh, internal rotation of the knee. And Bob was an aficionado of, uh, of foot function. It's one of the reasons we got married in the late 70s. Uh, and uh, that's one of the major tests he was looking at when he was doing a screening. What position is their knee, their foot, their back, their hips in? Bob was a champion of the mini trampoline, a little trampoline that people would bounce on and love to have fun on, and he would use it as a balance mechanism. If you picture the trampoline as a clock, 12 o'clock on top, 6 o'clock on the bottom, 3 on the right, 9 on the left, depending on where he would have an athlete stand and balance, maybe even do some partial squats would demand different action and stability of the body. Imagine if you're standing at 3 o'clock and you are being tilted in by the tram. All the correctors laterally are working to control that. If you move over to the other side to 9 o'clock, opposite motions. Real champion with the mini-tram. Do I have a few emails? I do. Uh, Jim says... uh, what is tarsal tunnel? Is it a surgical problem? You know, there's a major nerve running down the inside of the ankles, runs down the uh, inside, around the outside of the ankle, into the arch, close to your tibial nerve. And when it's been abused, stretched, aggravated, it could become partially entrapped or engulfed in scar tissue, for example. That's the tarsal tunnel is the tunnel that that nerve runs through along with the tendon that might accompany it. Um, It's important uh, to understand that often foot mechanics contributes to this. Imagine a very flexible flat foot that's always rotating in aggressively, stretching that area. So not all tarsal tunnel is surgical. Many times physical therapy and strengthening can help. Very often orthotic control is helpful sometimes injections. So we uh, say uh, explore all conservative management, including uh, shoe changes, proper shoes before you're looking to jump into surgery. Gina says, I'm a 35 uh, um, year old runner. You know, I had orthotics. They've been great. They're seven, eight years old. Do I need to change them? You know, Gina, not necessarily the kinds of materials I favor, flexible, flexible, polypropylene plastics, I've had people in them 20 years, longer than that. They might have soft covers that have to be replaced or some sort of heel post material. Uh, maybe a very serious athlete would have to replace that heel post material every few years. The rest of us, not necessary. So what you want is have, uh, again, there's a lot of material. If it's a soft material, uh, then maybe we might see, uh, it requires, if you're doing well, you don't need to change the orthotics. Again, I've had people in them uh, uh, for many, many years, very, very comfortably. So uh, that's the questions you want to ask
0: yourself. Are you do, still doing well?
2: Are there pads or covers that might need to be replaced? You might want to check with the ortho- uh, podiatrist who recommended them. Jordan says, uh, my son's 15 years old. He's a cross-country runner. He's always bothered with knee problems. Um, and again, we've been the physical therapy route. We continue to do strengthening. You know, Jordan, pay big attention to foot mechanics. Have your physical therapist pay big attention. Uh, I can't tell you how many knee problems are foot-related, especially if you've got pronated feet. Often it's missed if your son hasn't complained about foot pain or foot trouble. So he might have very subtle excessive pronation. He might have high arches. Uh, but if he's had chronic persistent knee problems you want to add custom orthotics yes you want to pay attention to the shoes he's in yes you want to pay big attention to strengthening and physical therapy but there's no way and ideally again custom orthotics you want to check with podiatry you know i don't know how much time we have but again it was great to have sharky on uh talk about the fourth anniversary of hashtag a sports Parents available on amazon more important now than ever Uh, with the kinds of pressures that we see uh, explode all around us in youth sports, uh, the challenges of, of, uh, I won't say post-pandemic, but all of the pandemic problems we've had and this now dramatic return to sports, sometimes too much, too soon, too aggressive, because of all the time off. It's definitely been a challenge. So we really want to pay attention to, again, the four sections of the book, Sports Parenting 101, Sharky pays great attention, the sports doctors in my segment, talk about shoes, we talk about orthotics, we talk about uh, strengthening exercises. Third uh, chapter, experts' opinions, nutrition, personal training, the mental game, uh, the parenting uh, component, the coaching component, all important parts of what goes into uh, developing youth athletes and doing the two things everybody cares about. One, can I prevent trouble? Can I prevent injury? Stay out of trouble, even mentally. And number two, we're indicated. can we enhance performance? Last chapter. Last chapter is parents' perspectives. About a half a dozen parents. Most have been patients of mine and or radio guests. Some of the challenges, throwing in their two cents uh, with, with developing child athletes. So we will catch you all next week. Thanks everybody, it's the Sports Doctor.